This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. I'm every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise the shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Well, wake up and. Let's celebrate Knicks with another win. No Julius Randle, no problem. No OG Ananobi, no problem. We got Precious, we got Isaiah, we got Jalen, <laughs> Rick. Nine in a row, it's all happening. Good morning. We got Dante, we got Deucey, you name it. No Grimes last night. I got to tell you, man, yep. I'm sitting there before the show this morning, and I'm watching the, the Jalen Brunson video, him making his first All-Star game, his mom, his sister, his dad. I started crying. You were not little, crying. I got a little emotional. You wept? I got a little. It's been a, it's been a weird 12 hours, but yeah, I was, I was emotional. Wow. Well, dude, you got to watch this video, man. They're showing, I mean, it's, it's him as he grows up, and it's, I can only imagine, I tell you this all the time, you know, I wish... I had Milo when I was still playing. They'd be on the ice, be in the locker room, and there's pictures of you know Jalen with his dad, and they talk about how he was able to emulate all the different players and how he was a student of the game. And then by the end of it, his dad's like, and this isn't going to be the direct quote. You're going to have to watch it, but it goes along the lines of, you know, I know as you grew up you wanted to be like me, but now I wish I was like you at this Whoa. age. And I was like, oh. You need to watch this video, Dave. Nick's tweeted oh. it. Go, go check it out. Re- really? Well, I, can't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a show. So well, I can't I watch it. You got now. commercials. I wept. You, you wept? So, I wept. Uh, were tissues involved? Uh, the robe. I took the robe. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. So they pulled at your heartstrings. Yeah, dude. You saw him last night after the game when Alan asked him about it. Yeah. No, I started crying. To, I get him started. I'm not blaming him for starting to cry. For you to start to cry is a, a tad bit odd. Well, think about this, though, okay? The culmination for him and his family, how proud his dad must be. His dad's on the freaking bench to watch what this kid does. Watch what he did last night. Gets punched in the face, right? Right. Bounces up. It, it, dude, it's like he is, he epitomizes everything you would want as a parent and as a Knicks fan when you watch this guy play. I mean, it, there's a reason why this team plays with the kind of relentlessness, the kind of effort. The kind of resiliency, and it, dude, that's easy. You're down 15. That's easily a game when you look around. I got no. I mean, you mentioned the names. No OG. No yeah. Randall. You, you punt. You know what? And and we would not have said a word today. Be like, you know, it was disappointing, but understandable. You're 100 percent right. But they didn't. He got up. He went to the bench. They drew up a play, and <laughs> and then it's him. He makes a shot. Divincenzo makes a shot. Precious, who's been awesome. Awesome. Awesome makes a shot. Wasn't that the name of the dog in uh, Silence of the Lambs? Uh, precious. Was it Precious? I, th- I, I think, think he's so. right. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. I think I think that the guy's dog was. was well, the ring precious. in Lord of the Rings, too, was the give me my Precious. Yeah, either way. May- Raymond, maybe you can start to uh, put some of that sound in. 
Oh, us. nice. What, Science yeah. of the Lambs? <laughs> Science of the Lambs, or, or, yeah. Yeah, the dog's name was Precious. In the dog's Science name was Precious. A little Buffalo Bill action. That little, that little like, yappy white dog. Yep. She was gets the dog. Remember, she gets the dog. Yeah, she she holds the dog, remember? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't I don't know what it is to say. You, you talk about Brunson, who's amazing, like amazing. But look at this team overall. They might be the easiest team to root for that I've ever had. Like Josh Hart, who doesn't even make a basket last night, but uh, there's not, there's not a, a loose ball that this guy is not sending every ounce of energy to go after. We talk about Precious. Hartenstein is just all heart and guts and guile. It's just like, I mean, uh, Thibodeau is the head coach. It, you talk about working. You talk about, uh, talk about clicking. You talk about Leon Rose doing a good job. I mean, this team is, this team is something really, really special right now. You got Precious with 16 rebounds. Hardenstein, 19 rebounds. Josh Hart, 12 rebounds. They killed them on the glass. They killed them on the glass. Dude, they had 24 offensive rebounds, 25 second chance points. Here's the, I love these. I was looking into this more this morning. So, uh, and they're shooting from, uh, their shooting was horrendous. Like from three was brutal. But, uh, so Dante is fourth, not afraid to shoot, huh? No. No. Hey, listen, you're going to give me the green light. I'm taking it. Yeah. Fourth no, quarter, next rebounds. Shoot. Fourth quarter, Knicks rebounds. They had 20 rebounds. Pacers had seven. Ten offensive rebounds. This is in the fourth quarter. Pacers, zero. Second half, Knicks had 35 rebounds. 17 offensive rebounds. The Pacers only had 16 rebounds and two offensive rebounds. So so the Knicks had more. Uh, this is a good stat. This is why you are the, just the best. Knicks had more offensive rebounds in the second half than the Pacers had rebounds. That's right. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. That's how you win basketball games when you're undermanned. I got. I got to tell you, with everything going on, watching you would have thought the way I watched the game last night, it was a playoff game. Like I was just, I was, I, I and it's got to be like this for everybody right now. The way this team is playing, it's, it's just, it brings you to that next level. This is not regular season. What are they? Thirty two and seventeen now. This is not regular season game forty nine. This is a big game. And this is, and by the way, I mean, how bad? Now, the Knicks won, so it doesn't really matter that much, or really at all. How bad was the officiating in that game last night? It was not good. Oh, my God. It wasn't good, but guess what? I mean, how many, how many times during the course of our show have we talked about good officiating? Have we ever been like, hey, you know what? The officiating last night was No, but, but, but here's the thing. And this is what you talk about, like, like offensive linemen and officiating. If you don't talk about it, then it's probably fine. When you talk about it, it's the problem. It was so bad last night. It was not great, but again, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter though. Like that again, like that was a game last night where down fifteen, going up against. It's a big game. You're right. I watched the same way. I mean, you could kind of like you could feel, or maybe I just got myself, you know, amped up for it just because it was you know going against the Pacers and the whole, you know, the whole Halliburton thing. We should have drafted him, but um, you're down fifteen. You're you're short handed. And you're going against a Pacers team that leads the NBA in scoring. You led for what? I mean, you trailed for all but what? Twenty eight seconds before you finally took the lead. Like that's easily a game where you're like, you know, if eight in a row. You know, we can. This isn't our night, right? We don't we're, have enough. We're shorthanded. We just don't have it. Officiating we'll stinks. It up and, you name yeah, it. Plenty of excuses. Bad. No one's going to blame us for this. We can pack it up and not. But to their credit, to their credit, they they never punt on anything. Which is amazing now. Like you, what are the Pacers doing too? I get it that Halliburton's on a minutes restriction, but you have the minutes restriction set up so that he doesn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, he's caught up in that whole thing where he's trying to get a super max, and he can't afford to miss games. 
He's got to play 65. Otherwise, he doesn't qualify for the Supermax. No, so no. they're kind of trying to massage I, I this. I get it. I get it. And I understand massaging the minutes. I get that, too. Like, he played, like, 22 minutes last night. So you don't want him to play a ton. I totally get that. But you you can't figure out a way that he can get some minutes in the fourth quarter of a, of a, a one-point game? Well, you got to think about it, though. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, it's a hamstring injury, right? Right. So, I mean, there are certain times that you you got to loosen that thing up. So the last thing you want to have happen, so coming out, you know, start the game, you're going to have your warm-up, boom, you start the game, maybe coming out of half, you know, you get all your warm-up done, get the massage you need, you feel good. You can't, that's one of those injuries where you can't just sit on the bench for an extended period of time and then all of a sudden pop up and be like, let's go. I, I don't know. I, and I, I understand I, what you're saying. You'd like to, I mean, in the, in the biggest parts of the game, you'd like, you know, you'd like your best, your best players on the court, but I think that injury was probably worse than they, Oh, they, no, I, I think back. it's legitimately a bad injury, and he tried to come back once prior and, and re-injured it. I'm not yes. saying that. I'm just saying, like, you, if he's playing 22 minutes, you couldn't figure out a way to spread it out that he could play in in the fourth quarter five minutes. Uh, I'm telling what I'm telling you is probably it's. I'm sure they would like that. Okay, so it's probably just a little bit harder because you're trying to keep that thing loose. So when he gets out there, it's not like I can't just you know cold get in there with a sketchy hamstring and ramp it up. Well, there's a here, real risk of pulling it again. Here's the thing: it doesn't matter. I don't care. That's, that's their problem, and him not playing in the fourth quarter benefits the Knicks, and the Knicks go out there, and they win this game. And it was sensational, and I know that we're going to get the calls at 1-800-919-3776 of, well, until they do it in the postseason. Okay, you know what? At this moment, I don't care. Enjoy the ride. That's my mantra right now. Enjoy the ride. Lakers, Saturday. And by the way, what they did last night was a disgrace. was an absolute disgrace of Lakers. To sit Anthony Davis and LeBron James in a game against the Celtics is disgraceful. Well, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. I mean, there was some talk yesterday in the K show. We didn't really talk about it. Just the old uh, LeBron James tweet with the hourglass, what that means. And then there's some reports I read I read last night like kind of insinuating that. Well, there was a report, I think more than insinuating. I mean, saying that, that, that they're going to trade him. Yeah, that he could be traded. Here's my concern, though. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. You got you got Woj, you got Windhorst, you got Zach Lowe, you Shams. got Shams. That report was from a person I've never heard of before. Well, that's why I kind of didn't. I was a little bit uh, a little tempted on it. Yeah. So again, maybe there's something to it. I mean, his his tweet is certainly eyebrow raising, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, his goal the entire time was to play as long as as he could, so he could play with his son. So I don't know with how things are going at USC and his son and everything else that he you know dealt with health wise if that's going to be able to happen next season. I'm sure he wants to win another championship. I don't think uh, if the Lakers can't make a, a substantial move at the deadline is to add to that team. Do you think they could win a championship? I I don't know that they'll win a round. Okay, so I mean LeBron's going to be gone soon. At some point they're going to have to figure out what it looks like after LeBron. And what could you get in a trade package for LeBron to a team, I don't know, like the Knicks? Could you imagine that? Well, what would do for us? I mean, they, they all made great points yesterday. I mean, it's it's true. When you start looking at the landscape of which team, which winning a championship for which team has the, the biggest impact on my legacy? The Knicks. Right. So I've won one in my, I've won two in Miami. I go back to Cleveland, win one there. I win one for the Lakers. Yep. And now on the, on the way out, I win one for the so Knicks. So is that the guy? Like, would are you, you're willing to go all in for LeBron this season? Yeah, right now, uh, dude. I'm telling you, with what's happening with him beating his knee, uh, Milwaukee trying to figure it out with Doc. Uh, 
I mean, what are you trading? You probably have to get uh, Julius is probably going to be in that deal. You're giving it all up. Yeah, Julius will be in that deal. Fournier's money will be in that deal. Bunch yeah. of first round picks will be in that deal. That's right. You're giving it all up. You you now got I me, mean, but you look at LeBron. For, take age out of the equation. Look at look at the guy. He's unbelievable. He makes your defense better. He's a, a great offensive player, right? He, he's a great rebound. I mean, he does, it's not a weakness in his game. No, it's just it's age. That's it. Right. But it's age that you know of. You don't watch him and think, oh, boy, this guy's 39 years old. No, I don't. I just, I mean, it, defensively, he's not probably given the kind of effort that he did as a younger player, but that's just, it's smart. Right. But he also knows how to keep some, some gas in the tank a little bit, too. Well, that's what he's trying to do because that's what's most important now. Right. I mean, he's still giving you, I mean, what is he? He's averaging. It's unbelievable. 25, 8, and. It's unbelievable. 8, 25, 8, and 8. At, at, and how, is he 39 yet or no? 39, he, yeah. I mean, this is, this is remarkable what he's able to do. So would that be the guy? Would that be the answer? Would you go all in right now, LeBron? Well, that's the move. I mean, that's, I mean, the, the moves that you've heard of, that's the, I mean, that's, I, I know he's 39 years old. Like, I don't know. Do you want LeBron James for everything or Bruce Brown or no, DeJounte well, Murray? No, but I, like those guys are, are stop, not stopgap guys. That's not fair. But those guys are like, those guys are pieces, but I don't think that's the finishing move. This, this would be your, because we talk about it all the time, right? You have one big move. This, this would, be, would be your one big move. Yeah, this would be it. I, I think I'd do it. I think I have to. Uh, dude. I mean, you want to talk uh, about it. So we're going to have 39-year-old LeBron with the Knicks. we got 40-year-old Aaron with the Jets. I mean, it would be wild. It would definitely change the expectations of this season, I'll tell you that. The, the NBA would be all focused on the Knicks, which I don't really care about because once they get into the postseason and they're, they're hopefully good anyway, that would probably happen. But New York would be turned on its ear if LeBron somehow wound up on the Knicks. And by the way, trade deadline is six days away. So this is not going to be like weeks of speculation or, you know, that much conversation. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen soon. Yeah, it's going to happen soon. Ray's going to be 40 soon. Right around Ray, the corner. How, how would that, Ray, if, I, if we could somehow finagle LeBron to New York as a present for you on your birthday, would that, would that work? I guess it all depends on what we have to give up. Re, really? I, I, yeah. The, I mean, the whole thing. You got, you got to I, I give think up LeBron, everything LeBron is doing at his age is remarkable, and 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 he'd be a great piece to have. I just, I mean, how how much success is LeBron bringing the Lakers right now? But is right. that is that LeBron's fault? They won the, the NBA Cup, Raymond. <laughs> That's right. And they raised a banner for that. Right. They, they they've got a banner. It's the tiniest banner that hangs over there in the staple. But, I'm sorry, the Crypto.com Arena, but it's there. Ray. Are, are are they? Is it LeBron's fault that they're five hundred, or is it the fact that they're just not a great team? They're definitely not a great team. Okay, but they've got two great players in LeBron and AD. I understand that, but it, but do you watch LeBron and think to yourself, oh, "This is a guy. It's, he's thirty nine, and he's clearly you know past his prime." Or do you watch him play and think to yourself, "This guy's amazing." He he is amazing, but he but he is thirty nine. I I get it, but I mean how how and I don't know that this is going to happen. How often do you have a chance to get somebody of that level? Well, I don't, don't know if it's possible if, to get them. Right. Like, it's not, it's, it's probably not going to happen. I, mean, I, it's, I understand. It's not likely to happen. But. I understand, but I think you have to have the conversation. No? Yeah, well, I think it's the same conversation we're having about Aaron right now. Like, I mean, if you, if you get rid of, if you take your big swing, so all the uh, assets that you've accumulated, and it costs you Julius and 
Fournier and Grimes and first round picks and everything else. I think to Ray's point, are you are you still good enough to win a championship? And can you win that championship in the next two years? Two years. I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what the answer is? You ask me right now, are the Knicks good enough to win a title? No. You ask, you say, I'm going to give you LeBron. Are the Knicks good enough to win a title? You know what my answer is? I don't know. You might be. You might be. Well, naturally, it's LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, naturally. I mean, yeah. It, you would think that your your chances to win a championship would increase. But Ray makes a good point. I mean, and part of this, too, is just this the inconsistency of Anthony Davis, but you got LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis, who, when he's right, is one of the best players in the league. Right. And since the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament, they've been terrible. Terrible. Absolutely horrendous. But I don't know, man. It's pretty It's pretty enticing to think about. Now, this portion of the show brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. The Knicks are the most functional, well-run conversation piece that we have here in New York sports. Times have changed. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You ready for this email? Oh, we already got emails flying in, huh? Fly, flying in. Here we go again. Four hours of Knicks talk because you guys are just too uncreative to find something else to talk about. You guys like the Knicks, so you think everyone else does. There's a reason why no one calls about the Knicks. I can't wait for this team to crash and burn. You guys are so lame. Mike K. You don't think that's Mike Krzyzewski, do you? That's, is that Michael K? Oh. I think, I think Michael K loves the Knicks, and it's his birthday today. Happy birthday to Michael. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday! I don't think he's up yet. Well, when, you don't know that he's not up. I'm going te- to text him. No, don't text him right now. Why? Because you don't want to run the risk of his phone being on, and then you wake no. him up. Nobody has their phone on. Yeah, sometimes you forget to turn the to turn it off, no, though. I'm texting him. Oh, God. 
This is a bad thing. RJ, bad thing to text a, a friend happy birthday early in the morning? So it's Fun. his birthday. So I th- No, I'm actually on your side. This will shock you. Yeah. So I think that going into the birthday, I think you know that there's a possibility people might reach out to you. Hit the silent mode or do not disturb. But I think you got to text now because you want to be in there with among the early crowd. All right. Well, birthday it's, it's wishers. too late now. Happy birthday it's done. to him. I don't care. There's a nice one. Happy birthday. Hope it's a great one. That's nice. That's really nice. And and I do. I I mean it's it's genuine. Happy birthday. Legitimate. Hope it's a great one. Legitimate. No lie there. And I think if anyone in anyone at the station appreciates the happy birthday because he, he at any point feels like he could just drop dead, it's Michael. How long you take off he drops dead? I uh, did years. Y- years? I go into hiding, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how I I, I How many days do you think Rick could call John and say I'm going to take a day K K's dead before John's like okay now you have to come to work. I'm telling you just emotionally I wouldn't be able to do it. These guys aren't listening. You asked them a question. They got forbidden. They they question. Well, how did we get here from wishing Michael a happy birthday? I don't know. How do we get anywhere, RJ? You, you, we have to be creative. We can't yeah, sit Rick, and talk about the Knicks for four hours. Otherwise, it's Knicks conversation, RJ. And who wants that when they've won nine games in a row and there's chatter that they could get LeBron? Why would we talk about that kind of stuff? So instead, we're just talking about people dying. Well, I didn't bring it up. I'm, not, I'm sure I'll be blamed for it and I'm, raked over the coals on, on their show, but I didn't bring it up. I'm not comfortable. Well, how, how long do you think he takes off? There are... People dying. I think he retires. I think he's quits. I think you're right. I think he becomes no. like, a, like a monk or something. A monk? Like yeah. a I, listen, silent I'll tell you, monk? I'll yeah. tell you, if last night was a sign, maybe I do become a monk. Mm. If last night was a sign, maybe that's what I should be doing. Is not, not working on... Uh, that That shook the core of who I am. I think capacity. I think last night was just a sign you need to drink more water. There's something. Yeah. Something. And that wasn't yeah, just instead, a regular instead hamstring. Instead of retiring from the, from the game, why don't you just hydrate? <laughs> well, you know what? In my younger days, I didn't have to hydrate. Well, you know what? You're not a young man anymore. I didn't realize that you mid, got some uh, real miles on that body now. Mid birthday present, I would I would seize up, start screaming because I had a severe hamstring cramp. Really? Oh, debilitating. Mid? Debilitating. Mid. Mid. Were you able to? Uh, I had to call thirty. Were you like Willis Reed? Were you able to hobble your way <laughs> back and and finish? I had, to, I had to go through like a whole stretching routine. Mid. <laughs> mid. Yeah. Does that that doesn't kill the mood? <laughs> of course it killed the mood. Oh my god. You are too much. <laughs> they start playing the, they start playing the injury music going to break. <laughs> I like a so they play the NBA moment. theme slowly. Like, <laughs> oh, like the stretching montage and then I'm back. That was you bad like Jalen you like Jalen Brunson. That <laughs> was bad news. Go down, real concern, pop back up, f- finish the game. <laughs> yeah. I did finish the game. Yeah, of course you did. Because you always finish the game. I'm a warrior. You're oh, a warrior. Please. Everybody finishes the game. <laughs> I was, listen. He was in doubt the, there for a second. There was some doubt. You, listen, you watch the Knicks, you, you, start to, you start to feel something. There it is, right there. You get motivated. <laughs> back after this. Get knocked down, you get right back up. Quick break, when we return, Rick's hamstring. <laughs> yes. It's like the weather, the weather delay music. Yeah. <laughs> Rick's hamstring has Trainer. up. So, yeah, so this so this Mike K, uh, he's very unhappy with Nick's conversation. And why, honestly, let, let's analyze it. Why would we talk Nick's? Why? They've only won nine in a row. Why, why would we? They're the most relevant team we have here in New York. They've won nine in a row. 
They are right there for the two seed in the Eastern Conference. They beat a team that they're competing with to go places. And it's one of the great wins and great runs that we've had in New York sports in quite some time. Why would we talk Knicks? You know what they do such a good job of, too? Is when you watch this team play and, and you think about kind of like what, what gets a home home crowd fired up. Like a really good defense. Rebounding. Hustle. Hustle. Effort. All the, all, you know, all those, like winning those 50-50 balls. Like it's just they do all the all the little things that get you so so fired up as a fan that it's like they're 18 and 5 at home now like right. when you like when you watch those games you watch them feed the crowd feed off the team and then the team feed off it's the great. crowd it's great it's what you've always wanted it's what you've always hoped for and it's why when lebron is bottle flipping and guys are yawning and stretching their legs out with 8 minutes to go in the game you lose your mind cuz you know that that fan base is always on the verge of supporting you in any way they can, and the Knicks have made that impossible for quite some time. Not now, buddy. No. Not now. I know. It's, we got two it, All-Stars. We got guys that just have, have stepped up. They play hard. Happening. They it's outwork all, you. It's all happening. Let, let's, let's go. By the way, Clause, that's why you get no Knicks calls. If you call now, and I, I, I hope you do, I encourage you to call, you can't get through because there's that many Knicks calls on the line at the moment. Well, why don't you shut shut your mouth? Don't you talk to, to me like that? Calls. Don't you? T- I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and allow you to talk to me like that. <laughs> Tell you right now, I'll do what I want. Just because you're cramping up, don't take it out on me. Calls, calls, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian and Huntington. Let's go to uh, the calls. Good morning, Brian. Hey guys, how you doing? Love the show. Um, I uh, yeah, I had to call in and talk about the Knicks. I mean. This- <laughs> Dave, you look Wait, hang on, hang on. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because as soon as you said it, I wasn't looking at the call screen. <laughs> that yeah, was dangerous I, what you I did. Thought you were being, I thought you were just being a jerk. No. I, I just got that. <laughs> you're a bad guy. It's very dangerous. How am I, how am I a bad guy? what you just did. You're a bad guy. <laughs> You're borderline and maniacal. That would be the funniest thing. It, it took done. me a second. It took me a second to punch up the call. It I really spelled did. Huntington wrong. Is what happened on the call screen. <laughs> so it's oh, a- Huntington. Yeah, Brian from Huntington. <laughs> bad guy. Uh, no, bad I didn't know what that guy. was. No, this is what. This no. is why I'm never Hold on your on. side. No, play, play back the tape. He said it with an accent too. <laughs> <He said laughs> it was definitely an accent there. No, it was did, definitely. That's not close to Huntington. Raymond, get me. You got to get that, please. He's a Huntington. It's a letter <laughs> off. What are, you, what are you talking about? There's like a, a what's the place in Jersey like Patakong or something? This <laughs> Pat Kong. Right. Oh. I thought this was like a neighboring town. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to throw up <laughs> my stomach. Oh, All right, Brian. So this is Huntington? This is Brian. This is, yeah, this is right, Brian. Brian's show. You got, yeah, it's Brian from Huntington right here. This, this, okay. is, why, this, this is why I, I, I love the show. You guys, I've listened to sports radio my whole life. Right. I've never listened to a program more loyally you know, or, or routinely than you guys. Thank you, you guys Brian. are the best. Awesome. Um, so, but I did. Have, I had to go and talk about the Knicks. I mean, I agree with you 100. percent That that game last night felt like it had like a playoff vibe to it. Just the energy that you could feel through your TV screen in the Garden, and and I mean, ha- this team with with Hartenstein and Hart and Achua and all these guys like doing all the dirty work, rebounding, second chances, diving after balls. You have Miles McBride, who I mean, I know he's been catching a little bit of 
you know, or, or being have extra eyes on him after the quickly trade, trying to see what he can do. He kept us in the game in that third quarter. When he came in and dropped those 11 or 13 points or whatever it was, I think when Brunson was on the bench, he kept us, in my opinion, in the game because, you know, it, it was going, it was teetering between the seven point lead, a 10 point lead, and we kind of kept it close. And, um, and, and then, I mean, what do you say about Brunson? The guy's, uh, the guy's unbelievable. I mean, there are stars in this league. There are stars in this league who all of those frustrations with the missed calls and everything else and getting in your head and yelling at the refs, that, that, could derail, that, that can derail players and, and cause them to tank the game or tank their performance or be unfocused on what they have going on in front of them. And he, the opposite, it seems to me like he used it like fuel to like just drive that 40-point performance, drive the Knicks to a win, keep the energy in, in the garden alive. And, I mean – I understand that, like, you know, the team, like we said, they might not be able to, you know, win a championship or whatever, but with the football season ending now and kind of, like, slipping into that post-football, where do I go from here, to have the Knicks to go to from here, it, is, is, it feels pretty nice it's to awesome. have them to go to from here. And, it's awesome. And, I mean, thanks for, thanks for yeah. the call, Brian. I mean, I, I don't know what more there is to say. It's as, it's as happy as I think I can get on a regular season win. Like, I'm as excited as you can possibly be this morning. And if you don't get it, then you don't get it. Then, you know, maybe sports radio is not your thing. I just got another email. I agree. This is really boring. If you think this is boring, then you have some kind of real issue with yourself. There's nothing boring about this team. Nothing. And you're playing a team that's trying to, that's trying to take what you want. This is one of those teams that we keep talking about. It's that, that kind of that second tier. Make a big move for Siakam. And we all know the, high, the whole, like, us drafting Obi Toppin instead of Tyrese Halliburton, the kind of season he was having before he hurt himself. And you have a game where your all-star is out, your best defensive player is out. Yep. I mean, one of the, the key pieces off your bench is out. Not to mention that you haven't had your, I mean, your starting center because he's out. Defensive player of the year kind of defense he plays. You go down 15, and what happens? Oh, no. Punch us in the face? No, no. We're going to get back up. Well, they got up. How that's, can you not? I mean, are you crazy? You just don't like basketball, then. That's, right. that's what it is. Which, which like is fine. So just say, I'm not a fan of uh, either I don't care for the Knicks or I don't like basketball or a combination of the two. Because if you don't find this enjoyable, then that's on you. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. What would you choose to talk about today? <laughs> I mean, you tell me. Unbelievable. What do you want? The Saquon Barkley contract? The, the, uh, I mean, the, the age of Aaron Rodgers? And by the way, you don't like basketball. You don't like hockey. Are you honestly, like, are you a sports fan or are you just a football fan? It must be just a. I mean, it sounds like football fan or baseball fan. Not right. I mean, sucks for him that we're actually in the midst of of the NBA season and the NHL season. Right. Had the uh, All Star draft last night. Had the Pro Bowl uh, All Star draft in in what the in the NHL? Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, they had, listen, they had good celebrities. I mean, you got. Uh, I mean, you had Michael Bublé was one of the captains. Michael Bublé. You got Bieber as one of the captains. Oh. So it was a pretty cool night. Nice. Definitely. I mean, it's in Toronto. Kind of a big deal. Felt big for the NHL. Yeah. I mean, Bieber's one of the big superstars. I mean, he helped design the jersey, the all-star jersey. Is he? He's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto. Him, right? and, Austin, him and Austin Matthews are tight. Um, Austin Matthews is unbelievable. Uh, Austin Matthews is a. He's a beast. He is a big boy who has the shot like I, when I was skated with him out in Vegas, dude. His shot is just ridiculous. Didn't you stop him though? 
You got uh, the best well, of them, they right? Cheat, that was the one they cheated, no. Oh, they cheated you? Well, no, because they cut it. They cut it up because I hadn't lost. I was undefeated. I beat everyone. I was beaten. I beat Barzell. I beat Connor McDavid. Everyone I beat. And then the producer's like, I can't have you leave Vegas not losing. So he tried to humble me. So Matthews comes out, and I said, I would. I gave him the option. What do you want to do? You want to do best of five, best of seven? What do you want? And he said, best of five, first three shots, boom, boom, boom. I win. And they're like, that that happened too fast. We got to go. We got to go oh. more. And then uh, fell apart. Um. RJ, you would have been so proud of me yesterday. So proud. What did you do, Dave? Rick called me. Ugh. I answered the phone first ring. Not only did you answer the phone first ring, you chastised me because well, yeah. I texted you, I'm going to call you, and they didn't call you immediately. Well, okay, RJ, if someone says to you, calling you now, when would you expect the phone to ring? Three minutes, within three minutes. Within three minutes, okay. Yes. So let... Let me go back to my my texting exchange. Now I can't find it. When did you text me? I'll tell you right now. I have it right now. So he texted me. So he texted me seven fourteen. Yo. My response That's immediately. Yo. Calling you now, seven sixteen. I said, don't be negative. <laughs> he says, never negative. And then at 7.22, I said, are you calling? I'm having dinner in a few minutes. So who's right, who's wrong? Who's right, who's wrong? I think if you, if you drop the text calling you right now, that is, that's urgency. We're two-minute offense. I think it's got to come within two or three minutes. Yeah, it was too long. I, I, I take full, I'll take the, the L on this one because right. I didn't call so, it like 7.27. So 20, I, I follow up with uh, when's this call happening, and then I answer immediately. So maybe it's a new and improved version of me in 2024. That's a late I, call. There's there's important stuff going on. Well, the well, next call had to start, me. and I went to have dinner. Uh, like, that's a late dinner, no? What, don't you? 7.30 is not that late, is it? It was late. I mean, you're trying to get ready for the next game. I figure, like, maybe 7 you eat? Well, I don't know why you have to be concerned about that. You called, and I answered the phone immediately. We had a nice I, conversation. Listen, I, I said it every, I mean, every week. I mean, you just find ways every week to impress me just with the growth that you're you're making. Yeah. It's impressive it's re- stuff. It's, re- it's really happening. As are the Knicks. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to Brandon in White Plains. Hi, Brandon. You're on 98.7. Hey, guys. I just want to let you know that, you know, no pun intended, but Hart and Hartenstein LLC are in full effect. I mean, that put back by uh, Hartenstein in the closing minutes was amazing. And then... The block, let's talk about the block that Josh Hart had on Obi Toppin and made him look embarrassed sitting on the floor on a fast break. I mean, that was just in unreal, unreal. So let's give it up for these guys. They keep playing with Hart, and it's just unreal to see what they're doing right now. It really is. It really is. And every game, so I, I, I don't know if I told you, Rick, and thanks for the call, Brandon. So I'm going to, uh, Alex and I are going to Duke, North Carolina tomorrow. We're well, going. You didn't tell uh, me you were going tomorrow. Yeah, I told you we're going to the game. So the game's tomorrow, and we're nice. going. So the, we're leaving. You know, flights at like eleven thirty in the morning. Games at six thirty, and I'm looking to see what time the Knicks are and how quickly we can get out of Duke, North Carolina, make it back to the area we're staying in to watch the Knicks game. Like that's how. In, you think I'd, we would ever do that if it was just normal regular season nonsense going on? No, no. No, you're all in, buddy. I'm finally all in. What do you mean, finally? Well, there's some times where you kind of like you just dip your toe in because you, you don't well, want to Well, you know hurt. how long and, and how difficult of a road that it's been with this team? I think it's understandable that it's taken me some time to, to finally wrap my arms around them. 
Yeah, I understand. But I'm happy that I'm just saying I'm happy that you're all in now. You're fully invested. It's appointment television for you. I love it. Oh, I, I'm. I mean, like like last night, I was like, all right, I want to make sure the dogs have been walked and everything's done, and and I'm I'm ready to go when seven thirty seven rolls around. Must because, watch, dude, because it's this is a team that gives you everything. Even without, I mean, the, the nine in a row and what, fifteen and two in our last seventeen or whatever it is, it's like just watching them play. How hard they play, the grit, the, I mean, the tenacity. Even when things don't go their way, their resiliency. It's like all the things that we've asked for, and then on top of it, you got Jalen Brunson, who is, I mean, playing at a level right now. He's an all star for the first time. Will be mentioned and should be mentioned in the MVP conversation. Like it's, I mean, mentioning those other two players too. Like you, you said it. Like Josh Hart, Isaiah Hartenstein, like finally, like these guys do things every single night to contribute to winning. They find ways, whatever it is, whatever you need them to do, if it's defense, rebounding, whatever it is, they find a way to contribute to winning. And all those, it seems like every guy, they played with seven guys last night. I know. I know. And if I would have told you two weeks ago that Precious Achua is going to be doing what he's doing, you would have have laughed at me is what you would have done. Well, he was a throw in. I know. This This was the deal for OG and all of a sudden he stepped up. Deucey played nice minutes for us last night. I mean, Deuce played, what, nine minutes of the fourth quarter? I mean, you need your other guys to step up when you don't have a, a bulk of your rotation. Uh, I've, I have a treat for you, by the way. Okay. Celebrity, 640. Nick's doing great. Says, I got to call my guys. You ready? I'm ready. Spike Lee, welcome. Oh. You're on DNR 9870 SPN. You got to feel like... I'd say a million bucks, but probably that would be underestimating the situation. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing. How are you guys? How are my brothers doing? It's a great, great morning here in New York City. And I don't think you guys should even give any. And those people that are calling in, don't even. That's let's, 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 let's negativity. Let's stay positive. Let's stay positive. Very quickly, I know you got people lined up. But let's yep. give some love to Leon Rose. We know he doesn't talk to the press. But what he's doing now, this team he's put together, it's a massive job, and he's not done. I think, what, six days, uh, the trade deadline is over, so we're not done. <laughs> so We're not done. Love Spike, my brother. Yes. Let, let me ask you this. Do you want to go all in now? Like, are, like in the next six days, do you want to make the whopping move that you that that uh, you know you attempt to to win the thing this year, or do you want to just continue to slowly build this thing and and wait for that guy to become available this off season? Well, who is LeBron the guy? You know, you know. Remember when they did that whole thing, the decision, and and they gave us the fake. You know what? I don't know. We got to go for it. We haven't won in 51 years. I was a kid, 13 years old. I was at the Garden in May 1970, Willis Reed game. So it's been a minute. I mean, so we got to go for it now. You, you never know in sports. Well, let's wait. Well, no, no. We got to go for it now. You got to grab that, 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 you know, you don't know what this thing is so volatile. So you got to get it when you can get it. I, I kind of agree. I mean, if you could somehow. I'm tired. Land I mean. On. It's 51 years since we won. I know. I know it is. Hey, Spike, is there any chance that you would like to bring Rick or I or both of us and, and sit with you courtside to, to add the, the levity and the comedy and the and the analysis that we could add to a game to sit with you? That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All right. That's great. 
<laughs> well, this is, I'm this feels, you are you're not you're, listen i'm a, I'm a man that believes in great honesty but this this cuts deep this is very hurtful all right i wasn't at, i wasn't at the game last night so i'll be there saturday night and you know we're we're nicks are rolling leon rose coach tibbs we, this 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 is magical. This it's is magical, magical. So we just gotta keep believing. Thank you very much. Put me on. Appreciate, Love you, Spike. Appreciate you guys. Thank All you, right. buddy. Hey. All right, that's the great Spike Lee, who will not be bringing us to a game. I appreciate you asking, though. Well, I mean, why not, right? Hey, listen, take you shoot your shot. How, how how good would it be for the show? How good it, would it be for I mean, everything involved? If it's like Spike Lee with with Rick DiPietro courtside, I would be dude. It'd be incredible. It'd be great. Is what it would be. I've only done that one time, and it was, I mean unbelievable experience um feet on the floor i had feet on the floor yeah Re- on the court on the court wow it's awesome that I've, ne- I've never had it i mean it's amazing I on the court i i actually was on the court interviewed carmelo the night he scored was it 60 ray 62 62 against charlotte i believe interviewed him it's so you know it's great and ray you'll appreciate this so he scores 62 Unbelievable, magical night, franchise record, and Nick's PR is like, "Who would you uh, like to talk to?" I'm like, come on, really? Who would I like to talk? What to? What do you think I'd like to talk? I'd to? like to talk to Carmelo. Oh, but everyone's going to want to talk to him. Well, you, you know, you need to make him available to everyone tonight. I was going to ask Spike. I mean, he brought up the whole Leon Rose thing. Have you ever asked Leon why he chooses not to speak to anybody? I think Spike knows Leon. It sounded like it. I mean, yeah. it sounds like he's had some. Uh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. I don't want to get this name wrong because you guys will jump me for it, but it. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Brian and Huntington. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> I'm reading the call screener. RJ, is it Stomatis? So this one is correct. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna let you walk walk this plank on your own. Okay, I'm gonna go to Stomatis in Queens. Good morning, Stomatis. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Big diehard Nick fan here. Just got a message to that guy who emailed you guys this morning talking about uh, four hours of Nick's radio was boring. Guaranteed that guy got a, a Miami Heat LeBron James jersey in his closet hanging up right now. Probably has a couple of tribal tattoos on his arm. Yeah, but Stamatis, uh, who cares? I mean, those people are irrelevant. If, if, you're, if you are not getting involved in this run, then you're just not a Knicks fan. You're not an NBA fan. You, you probably shouldn't be listening to the show anyway. I mean, it, it is couldn't the be, story in New York sports radio. Couldn't agree with you more, man. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm just floating after last night. It was one of, the, one of the best games I've seen in a long time. I watched it with my son, and we were just screaming at the TV. It was just wild, man. I mean, and, uh, when he... Brunson gets hit in the face, gets up, and then gets the N1. I mean, you can't write stuff like that. You know, it was phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. It, it really was. It was but, uh, awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Just touching on, touching on one thing before you let me go is you guys discussed briefly about, um, you know, trading for LeBron. I'm pretty sure I speak for most Knicks fans is that we kind of don't want him. I mean, uh, you know, he, he stiffed us on multiple occasions. The guy, you know, to be honest, like right now the, the culture of this current team is just so gritty and exciting and crazy. Like, you know, the chemistry is off the charts. I'm a fan since I'm a kid. I don't think I've ever seen chemistry this, as much, even with the 94 and the 99 teams. You didn't right. see what we're seeing right now. And if you bring in a guy like LeBron, who's bigger than life, right, let's be honest, it's like uh, you're gonna, you, I think you're really going to mess with that. And I think it's almost impossible not to, especially if you're trading away a guy like Randall in the deal where – Let's be honest, it's, it's, the numbers are almost a wash, right? 
So, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. I get it. But if you're going numbers to numbers, it's almost you identical. Can't. Yeah, but yeah, you but can't go numbers on. to numbers, man. You can't go numbers to numbers. I mean, LeBron, yeah, James, I mean, LeBron James' ability to handle the basketball and facilitate it. And, and who do you too. trust come more on. in the playoffs, LeBron or, or Julius Randle? LeBron. I mean, come on. All right, look, that's fair. That's fair. But, again, like what they've worked for and what they worked to this point now, is it is it the answer? You know, is he gonna is LeBron gonna suddenly is he gonna ask for a night off because he needs you know load management, or is he because you know Randall the only way Randall misses a game is if he's like you know dying or breaks a limb. You know, what I mean, like there's that's the difference to me. It's like I don't think it's 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 not fair because like you don't know where LeBron's head is at right now. Has he let go a little bit because the Lakers stink? Or is he just that guy now? Yeah, but, or, or, or is he rejuvenated by coming to the Knicks who have a chance to go on a major run in New York on the biggest stage at the Garden? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, 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 you know, you make it a, a really solid point. But again, I think as, as again, I'm speaking on my behalf. Sure. It's, you know, there, there is a bitter pill with LeBron. You know, you've seen him win everywhere. You've seen him do what he does. And, you know, I think the Cleveland runs one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed. You know, but you at the same time, it's like I almost feel it would be tainted. No, no, like, no. You, you know, we did it. No, you know, we not, did not it. For me. How, did it are, you, are you are you now? Here's I, I have no issue with you. Say you don't think it does what what it could. Right. Like you're, you're you don't want to make the trade. You don't want to mess. Fine. You you any you think you win a title with LeBron and it's tainted. How? How is any chant championship ever tainted? I don't understand. I don't know, man. Maybe it's because, like, I like what we're doing here now, and winning without him just means so much more. However, yeah, but that's if you can win. With, that's if you can win without him. Without him, yeah, right. Correct. So that's the question you have to ask yourself. First of all, I mean, does it is it possible? I mean, is it something that you could you could make happen? Could you make the money work? I mean, these are all hurdles you're going to have to get over. Well, I'll and tell you is what, LeBron Rand- going to be the Rand- guy? To- Randall Fournier matches money exactly. Okay. It does. I have a tra- I have a I have the trade checker on ESPN, and uh, it would work. It, you know, you could check it. And, like, you know, they have the trade simulator thing, and it w- it would work. The Fournier money matches with Randall's money, and it would definitely happen. Yeah, but, well, we appreciate um, the phone call, and don't be a stranger. He was good. I, I appreciate. I understand what he's saying. I mean, it's hard not to be in love with this team, and it's you'd like to believe that, you know, the the way things are going, that they have a real chance. I, again, this is not, you know. In a perfect world, would that be the case? We continue kind of this slow burn, and this team, it, this team, you know, you can add some pieces here and there, and they end up winning a championship. That would be awesome. Randall, Fournier, two ones. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, unless I had knowledge that something else better is going to be sure. available this off season, but I don't sure. know that. Right, but if you don't, which you probably don't, well, maybe you do. I don't know. But but if you don't think there's something better this off season, is that a trade you would be willing to explore? Yeah, I'm, I'm essentially I'm trading Randall for LeBron James in that spot. Right. So are you better with with LeBron James? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Sebastian Maniscalco has added a fifth show to his run at Madison Square Garden this September. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com. Or on the ESPN New York app, just scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this morning, a couple hours away at 11 o'clock at Ticketmaster.com. Let's go to um, let's go to John in Morristown and say good morning. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, guys, what's up? What's up? 
Um, man, what a game last night. Exciting game. I, I really, you know, it was like I was playing in that game because I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited from it. Um, actually, I'm still so excited from it, man. If I knew where you guys were, I'd come down and kiss you both on the mouth. Really? Maybe Let me give you the address because that yeah, sounds yeah. exciting. Well, uh, RJ, what's the address <laughs> of where we're at? Well, I don't know. This might be frowned upon. So yeah. I got ahead of myself. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right, man. But what a game. I, too, was watching it with my son Alex, you know, the game, and, and my wife yelling downstairs, he's got to go to bed. I'm like, no, this is an amazing game. Um, but really, if anyone's not excited about basketball or this team, you're out of your mind, man. You're out of your mind. What a great, what a great team. What great spirit. I agree with the prior caller in some way. Like, I don't know if I want to mess with the chemistry because, yes, LeBron is so much better of a player than Randall. But Randall's got some New York grit and, you know, attitude that, that fits in with what they have right now. And so, if we were talking like beginning of the year, would you make that trade? Absolutely. Right now, I don't know. Yeah, but man. John, it, it, John, John. Let's let's also, and we appreciate yeah. the phone call. Let's also remember that that Julius Randle is coming back from a dislocated shoulder, and you don't know what percentage of you like. There's a real chance that this doesn't like the, you know, the the couple weeks or month that he's off, he comes back and he's not the same guy. Or re-injures. Right, because there's a chance that that thing pops out again. Or doesn't come back. We don't know. I don't think they know yet. Right, exactly. And they've been very quiet about it. Well, because there's no real definitive answer. You don't know. Like, I don't know what the inside of his shoulder looks like, but there's a real chance. And, and I kind of told you this was going to happen, was they'll try to rehab the hell out of it because that's what he wants. He wants to get back. And if, if he can, and they can make it strong enough to, especially with how he plays and how physical he plays, to keep that thing in and he can play, that's what he wants to do. Because you can always do surgery. Like, right, after, that can after happen the, after the season. Right. And probably so do whatever will. it takes. Yeah. Right. But he wants to f- figure out a way to PT this thing and get back and, and play this season. Because you know what? He would anyway because he's that kind of player. But this season more than probably any because it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. And then you also have some other stuff that's happening around the league that's to your benefit too. Like this whole Embiid injury. Yeah, absolutely. Um, them trying to figure it out in Milwaukee. Milwaukee seems a little, little bit funky right now. See, I, I understand the the. The idea that LeBron, he's such a, he's talking about one of the greatest players of all time, man, comes in and kind of sucks all the air up because he's just that big of a star. But I don't think, as far as you know, character wise, and he's not a selfish player. No, I think he's he's the opposite of a selfish player. He he'd understand if he came here, like this is the benefit of coming here is to win a championship. Like this is me winning a championship as a New York Nick. I mean, does that get him? I mean, I, I don't know. Four different teams. Uh, you you know what he becomes? He becomes Mark Messier. Yeah, at, but a, I at think, a bigger level. No, but I think this this would be a huge piece for his the whole the whole Michael conversation. Yeah, uh, it would. And and I, I can't. Tell, I'm getting all these emails about. I don't. I don't want LeBron to bring us to a title. Are you guys out of your mind? All I want is a championship. Well, that's all I want. I don't care if they bring an alien down from another planet to help win a championship. I don't want LeBron to win a championship with. It's been uh, Spike just said 50 plus years since they've won anything. Ridiculous. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.